the Anchor Daily Podcast. We are so glad you're joining us as we prepare our hearts this Christmas season. We are going to be learning about the Advent themes of hope, peace, love, and joy. This is Joseph Boda, Bethel's Group Life Director. Today's reading is from Mark chapter 13, verses 32 through 37. Now, this passage has to do with Jesus' return, so let's read it together. But concerning that day or that hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on guard, keep awake, for you don't know when the time will come. It's like a man going on a journey. When he leaves home, he puts his servants in charge, each with his work, and he commands the doorkeeper to stay awake. Therefore, stay awake. For you don't know when the master of the house will come in the evening or at midnight or when the rooster crows or in the morning, lest he come suddenly and find you asleep. And what I say to you, I say to all, stay awake. Now, many an hour has been spent trying to decipher the return of the Lord, and there is no shortage of literature on this issue. Some of this is worthy in its pursuit, and yet some of it just seems to miss the point. See, our task is not to deduce with exactness the return of our Lord, for it will be as obvious as the budding fig tree when summer is nigh, as it says in Mark 13, 28, where Jesus said, from the fig tree, learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts out its leaves, you know that summer is near. And he's quoting that with his return. So we see there are indicators that will give clue to the nearness of Jesus' return and that they parallel seasonal changes. And while Jesus' return will be seasonal, the tasks he has left us to do and to be about are not. Instead of spending so much time trying to time his return, we would be better served to just serve the tasks he has left us to do. Now, this appears to be the primary point of the parable. Now, consider the parallel text in Matthew 24, 45 through 46. Who then is the faithful and wise servant whom his master has set over his household to give them their food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Well, then what task has he left us to do? For one, we are to be on the alert or to stay awake. What this means is to maintain a posture of expectation of the master's return at any moment In a modern context, this would be the equivalent of parents running a few errands and leaving the children with chores to do before their return. The catch is the children were not told when the parents would return, only that it would be soon. The children would be unwise to squander their time away, not knowing when exactly mom and dad will return. Instead, they would be better suited to work diligently in the immediate time that they have been given so that when their parents return, they find the chores complete. There is something else in this parable that's often missed. The the being about the work assigned you is founded in a love and heart of service that can't wait for his return. The idea is that when the master returns, he will find his house in perfect order and be blessed to have found it so. So imagine with me, if you will, one of the servants greeting the master at his return. My Lord, welcome home. We have missed you so. 
We hope that you find the house in perfect order. All of us have worked tirelessly to carry out the tasks you assigned us before your departure. Now please, come in and enjoy what is rightfully yours. What if Jesus' return would be now? And yeah, I mean like right now. You walk outside and the sky has split and Jesus is descending. Would he find you doing exactly what he had instructed you to do when he left? Would you be excited for his return? Excited to show him that you had been about the things he had left you to do? Here at Bethel, we talk about three relationships under which all the commands in the New Testament are represented. The three relationships are relationship with God, relationship with his people, and relationship with the world. So let's walk through the three relationships as they relate to the commands. And let me ask you a few questions. First, how is your relationship with the Father? How active is your relationship with him? What has he been talking to you about lately? Where is he convicting you, encouraging you, or growing you? Where have you experienced him working in you recently? Can you point to something? Secondly, your relationship with the church. How's that going? Are there conflicts between you and somebody else? How are you pursuing peace? Where are the needs? Are you serving each other? How are you helping others understand their unique identity in Christ and then live out their unique calling? Are you discipling anyone? What is your frequency of contact? Thirdly, how is your relationship with the world? And by that, I mean with those who do not follow Jesus. Who are you regularly praying for that is lost? How are you fostering meaningful relationships with those who don't follow Jesus? When was the last time you shared the good news with someone? When was the last time you had a meaningful conversation with your neighbor or coworker that involved you sharing your walk with Jesus? Look, we don't know when Jesus is going to return, but we do know what we are to be about. So let us be found ready at his return for he is going to return. I leave you with this, Galatians 6, 9. Let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season, we will reap if we don't give up. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we'd love to continue to grow. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you'll find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.